The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. There's a very famous story. I, I love this story. Uh, uh, Moshe Feinstein, uh, he, had, uh, he lived on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. And he was in his yeshiva in MTJ where he was learning. And all of a sudden a man came running into the yeshiva. And a man said, um, Rabbi, we have to say to Hilim really quick, a Jewish kid outside just got hit by a car. And Reb Moshe said, how do you know he's Jewish? He said, because I saw a kippah right, right next to him. Reb Moshe said, look, that's terrible. And we should say to him either way. But it, I just want you to know it's not a Jewish kid. The guy's like, what? So the, the guy went running back outside. And sure enough, he saw that it actually wasn't a Jewish kid. And, and that there was... The keeper on the floor, a kid happened, the, like a wind blew off the keeper of another kid, fell on the floor right next to that kid, and that kid went to pick him. Sure. He came back and threw Moshe Feinstein. and he said to him, How do you know? Are you a Navi? He said, No, no, no. He said, But if I was sitting right here and learning Torah right here, then a kid from my community, because that's his community, they're under my watch. A kid from my community, nothing bad could happen to him. Impossible. The protection. I remember Reb, Reb Nassim Svi Finkel. Not too many people remember this story, um, and they'll, they'll ask me, like, how, but I, I remember being there, and I remember hearing, I didn't see it, but I remember hearing it happen by the year uh, uh, 2000. Was it 2000, 2001? By, by the Intifada. So, um, the Mir Yeshiva is a very, very large Yeshiva. It's, it's many buildings, thousands of people learn there. So you can imagine that, you know, for the thousands of people who are learning, you're always going to have people inside and always have people outside. It's just the way it is. People go outside for phone calls, for a coffee, you know. It, for something, when you have so many people, that, that's just the way that it's always a hubbub. It's always busy. So there was a, uh, there was a, uh, there, there was talk of attacks that were happening, and there were many terror attacks that were happening all around. And... Um, a lot of kids were starting to get phone calls from their parents. You got to come home to America. You have to come home. You can't be there. It's a war zone. So somebody told me that he was standing outside when this happened. Reb Nassim Svi Finkel. Reb Nassim Svi Finkel was the Rosh Hashiva of the Mir Yeshiva. He had Parkinson's, and uh, he was riddled in pain. Uh, it was something terrible. That, but that, that, that's how he lived. And he um, he came walking out of of his house. Now he generally comes out walking with people to help him walk. Over here, he just came out like on his own. And um, when people started to see the Rosh Hashiva, no, nobody wanted to be seen by the Rosh Hashiva outside not learning Torah. It's embarrassing. So people just started like running away. Just, run away, run away. Just, just, like, by the time he got to the front of the yeshiva, everybody was gone, and he was just practically exhausted from just... But he grabbed onto like the gate in the front. And people standing around said that they, that they saw his mouth like something, like whispering something. That Friday, he would always give a Friday shear. That Friday, he said in his shiur that I want to let you all know that I was saying to Hashem, the yeshiva is under my watch. And as long as they're learning Torah, this is my neighborhood, nothing bad can happen. A few weeks later, I was sitting in the building, second Seder, it's the afternoon, Thursday. The building all of a sudden shook because we all heard a boom, just this loud, unnatural thing. The building shook. I remember I said to my chavuta, if this is the end, (laughs) 
we're going down with the ship. I mean, how cool would it be if you go to Shemayim? Like, I was just in the Mary Shiva learning second Seder. They can't get upset at you for anything. So I'm like, we're going down with the ship if this happens. Baruch Hashem, we didn't go down with the ship. And um, it, was, it was about a half hour left. We finished off learning, and I went outside. So I don't know if you know the Mary Shiva, the breakdown, but there's that small street that leads down to it over there. We start to walk up, because we see there's a whole crowd of people going that way. We start to walk up the street. As we're walking up, this is what I see. I see this ridiculous scene, I'll never forget, of about 100 people dancing in a circle around a burnt-up car, on fire still, with the embers of the car still floating down from Shemayim, because it blew up that incredibly. And they're all dancing. And they're all singing something else, like they can't get their act together. Everybody's... She started to ask around what happened, and the story came out. Um, somebody had rigged a bomb right there, right next to the Mereshiva, block about a block away. But the Arab who did it knew that Thursday, this block is the busiest day. So maximum carnage was to go and to rig it for Thursday because it was right by a storefront that everybody goes there to shop on Thursdays for Shabbat. And so therefore, and he packed the car filled with shrapnel, with nails, with all these, so that it'll blow out and anybody will just get torn apart. And then the stories began. The owner of that store missed Mincha early that day and was getting close to Shekia. So he had to go pray Mincha by the Shtiblach, that's just a block away. So he closed up his store, he threw everybody out, and they were like, we're in the middle of shopping. He's like, Mincha, He threw everybody out, locked up the store, left off to Mincha. There was a guy whose car, the, the, the bomb car was here, another car was parked just right across the street. There was a guy who always goes with his wife to go and deliver a package to a certain lady for Shabbat, to give her food for Shabbat. And every week the husband waits downstairs in the car, every single week. This week his wife said, you know, the lady's been asking, she wants to meet you, she wants to know who you are, could you come up this week? He's like, I don't know, I don't know. She's like, come up this week, fine. And it went up to... Everybody had their story why they weren't, and the block right then was a ghost town. And it exploded. And in Shemayim, they knew that this is the neighborhood of Reb Natan Finkel. Nobody can get hurt. That Sadiqim provide a certain protection 